love the silent hours of the night. That's when my thoughts come to life. Those are the late night conversations. I don't mind losing sleep over. Join me on the late nights with your Tammy. late nights with just dummy and today we'll be talking about let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you and me let's talk about mm, 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 and about anyway today we'll be talking about sex and I know it's really really awkward but with me here is Charles Black is a sex therapist is a sex therapist and um, hi Charles how are you doing I'm doing very well how are you doing very well, very well. How long have you been doing this, Charles? I've been doing this now for around five years. I started oh, wow. at the end of uh, 2016. Oh, wow. So what yeah. inspired you? Well, that was that was sort of, that was when I officially started. I had been doing, like, I never intended uh, to become a sex therapist or a sex coach or whatever people like to call me. But it, so... I, Initially, I was just helping friends and helping people, and it grew from there. But 2016, I made it, I started doing it full time. Mm, official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what inspired you? Uh, it's, um, it's kind of a long story, but um, basically, when I was uh, around, I was in my early twenties, and I I was I just finished uh, studying engineering, and I left university and I became a professional poker player, and I was living in um, Copenhagen, and I was dating a girl, and we believed, uh, that we were going to become married like we weren't engaged but we both believed we were going to get married yeah and um but one one thing led to another and uh the relationship came to quite a dramatic end and it centered quite strongly about my very very poor performance uh in bed and uh yeah it was um it was a devastating moment in my life. Um, at the time, I was crushed, but it, you know, it lit a fire under, under me, and uh, I, I became determined to uh, never let anything like that happen to me again. I, or, or at least I wanted to understand why it happened, or mm-hmm. what, what, what I was doing wrong, why I was failing in that area, and. Yeah. Um, I became obsessed with learning about relationships, men, women, sex. Um, and that sent me down this path. Um, with no, I'd had no intention of ever making a career out of it. I was just trying to learn from my, for myself initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I started um, giving advice regarding it to pe- the people around me. And it snowballed, you know? It was just yeah, really noble. Pers- Pardon? I said it's really noble of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, eventually uh, I, I started the YouTube channel and um, and then that blew up, you know, 
I didn't I didn't know it would, but uh, yeah, people people loved it. People were thirsty for the information. People aren't uh, they they don't really learn this stuff anywhere, you know. So when when they can when they find something that works, they they love it. They're overwhelmed. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so let's um, dive into the questions for the day. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, so let's talk about um, sex drive. Do you okay. think um, it is only dependent on the law of attraction? Um, could you define the law of attraction for me? Um, you, you know when you say that um, you only attract, um, you only have sex with people that you're attracted to. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, yeah, you, you, you're you only going to have a sex drive, you're only going to be sexually turned on by people you are attracted to. That, that doesn't necessarily just mean physical attraction, you know, mm-hmm. um, but there must be some sort of attraction there, some sort of something about that other person that creates that desire in you. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean if um, there is no attraction right now that there never could be, or that if there once was attraction and there no longer is that all hope is lost. It doesn't mean that you can, you can work on these things and, and there are certain actions yeah. you can take or changes that you can make that can, that can rekindle that attraction or create that attraction in the first place. Yeah. So you're saying that um, there must be like a form of attraction in order for the sex drive to um, triumph or run through. Yeah, certainly, certainly. But, you know, it it, it is quite complicated because for example, um, this is not, this is not a first option in a relationship, but if, mm-hmm. if, um, if a, if a couple, if a married couple or a couple that have been in a relationship for a long time and they have hit a slump in their relationship and that sex drive has died, maybe on one side or maybe on both sides. Um, and the passion for the sex is no longer there because yeah. that attraction has waned sometimes um even something as what that sounds as unromantic as actually scheduling sex maybe (laughs) they start off once a week and maybe even in the beginning neither of them feel like um doing it but once they get once they start pleasuring each other Mm -hmm. and um enjoying the sex then the attraction arises from that now i'm not saying that's this isn't um the first piece of advice I would give a couple that is struggling in the bedroom, you know, but I'm just saying that it, it works both ways. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the difference between desire and arousal? Um, well, you can desire someone without being aroused, you know, you can, you can feel that compulsion. You can feel that love. Um, you, you want them. And cause to me, desire doesn't necessarily indicate um, sexual desire, whereas arousal does indicate that you you want to pounce on them. You 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 want that sex. Um, 
you're ready for it, you know? Yeah. Whereas desire can desire can be more surrounding love and just it's a different feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. So would you say that our desire is just in the mind and then um, arousal is like the action? No, I would say arousal is also um, is also the mind and desire um, desire can be physical as well. You you may embrace someone in a hug that yeah. you that you desire, and you might get a, that warm feeling pass through your body yeah. when just just from a hug when you really desire someone. Whereas arousal, it is both. It is also in the mind, but it is far more closely attached to sex it's really about you that 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 feeling that magnetic feeling of wanting to have sex with someone how can one stay sexually attracted to the same partner for a long time uh that's a great question that is a great question um well the first thing i would say is that sex is a lot of relationships over time, the interest and the joy they get from um, sex wanes over time. It, it, it decreases over time. And that's a real shame. And a lot of that stems from the fact that many couples feel that, um, you know, that sex should be something that, just happens the way it is and it becomes a chore uh, so they don't dedicate yeah it does become a chore but they they don't dedicate any mental um energy to thinking about ways to improve the sex for both mm-hmm. them and their partner because mm-hmm. you really always want to be thinking of ways that you can further pleasure your partner and Often when you take that approach to the sex, your partner will reciprocate and try to repay that favor by also trying to pleasure you more. Mm -hmm. So always, always looking for ways to experiment and provide your partner with more pleasure and pleasure in new ways. Um, That's really the key. The real real key to to long-term um sexual attraction between partners is um you like the foundation is built on trust you 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 must trust your partner you must feel open to explore new ideas in the bedroom without uh feeling judged by your partner yeah and then using that trust to experiment um in the bedroom and when i say experiment i don't necessarily mean um the most wild things you can imagine although (laughs) It, it, it can go there and there's that's that's perfectly healthy and yeah. if 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 um if 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 a couple does get there great that's amazing yeah. mm-hmm. um, but if you if you are have not yet been that experimental in the bedroom um then just taking baby steps is perfectly fine perfectly reasonable that's perfectly fine you yeah. know uh, so Charles, um, what are the importance of sexual tension? Oh, sexual tension. That's, that's the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's everything. 
Um, mm. So this sexual tension is something that's very um, underappreciated, mostly by men, because for men, we are so very turned on visually and mm -hmm. both visually and through touch. Um, so if we see a woman we're very attracted to, um, and let's say she's wearing some lingerie or whatever turns us on that that's almost that's enough to get us going but for a woman for a woman um the it's much more complicated women they they're not just going to see they're usually not just going to see a man they find attractive and be instantly turned on there has to be more to it than that yeah um it's usually, it's usually a process Yeah, it's usually a process, yeah. And and also a woman will require usually trust with that man and some some amount of familiar some amount of familiarity, although not necessarily always, but usually. Um but a lot of it come and and then once those things are in place, a lot of how much a woman will enjoy the sex comes down to the tension that is built between the man and the woman. Um, and that can be done in many different ways, but because, because that is not as important to men, they don't realize that they need to be looking for ways to create that tension in the bedroom and provide their partner with the satisfaction that that, uh, tension will provide them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, the, the, the men can even look at it from, uh, because there's some men that will hear it will hear me talking about this and they'll think, Oh, I don't need to do that. But when you put, when you put in the effort, when you, when you, when you satisfy a woman by taking a little bit of time and effort yeah. and build, building that tension, mm -hmm. she'll reward you 10 times over, you know, yes. like, it's in your best interest to, to learn these things and be able to provide this sexual tension to a woman. So there are many ways you can go about creating that tension. And it and the best approach is going to be different for every woman. Um, so to just list a few, you could uh, dominance is going to um, a dominant man will generally create uh, sexual tension and is quite an attractive trait to many women, although not every woman. And when I say that, again, it's one of those things where you want to baby step it. You don't want to go over the top with something mm -hmm. like that. You want to baby step it and see how your partner reacts. And there are safe ways to do that without upsetting her. Um, taboos may be another one. Sexual taboos, um, when again, when approached correctly, they can create that tension just because you feel that it is a taboo and maybe something you um, that the rest of the world considers naughty or whatever. Um, but the the safest And the most consistent way that you can build sexual tension with a woman is through teasing and through time. So you, mm. by going slow and by teasing, you can build that sexual tension every single time. You can have your partner you know, just overwhelmed. Like men really, yeah. really enjoy. They they love to see their partner desiring them, wanting to pounce on them. And this is a way that the men who are listening to this can create that every single time. And I don't know how, how explicit you want to 
get in this um, podcast. Like, no, I can, go on, go on, yeah. go on. So, do you, uh, like a common mistake that most men make is that they, um, in their mind, like one of the most important, uh, no, one of the most common questions I'm asked, sorry, it, by men is like, uh, what's the best sexual position um, to give a woman an orgasm mm. uh, the most most frequently? And it's like, man, you, what, that should not be the first question you're asking me. That is so <laughs> far down the line. Yeah. That, that, that should be almost the least of your well, concerns, you know? Um, if, we, if we look at sex as, say, different acts, like acts in a movie, um, you've, you, you've got the... The, let's let's just say a date beforehand and then you go home you have a glass of wine you start to flirt you get you get closer and closer mm-hmm. you have your first kiss um you start caressing each other over your clothes um as you're caressing each other the clothes start to come off um then you get to the foreplay the foreplay takes some time um and then after the foreplay after spending some time there, then you start to have sex. And so you have all of these steps before the sex even happens. And the more focus and the more time you take in each of those phases or steps or acts, or then the, the better sex is going to be for a woman. Mm-hmm. And men are so obsessed with uh, making women orgasm, for example, and taking time in those phases making sure that you you give her that amazing foreplay um, before you get to the sex. That is how you achieve the goals that you want. That is how you bring a woman to orgasm. Um, and then even when it comes to the foreplay, you know, um, for example, men uh, find out about a woman's clit and uh, that they can consistently make a woman orgasm with her clit. Yeah. So they'll, they'll strip a woman's clo- uh, clothes off and then go straight for her clit and hit it like a button in a computer game and just tap it and, and hope that she hope that she comes. But it's the same thing. You want to, instead of going straight for a woman's clit and trying to bring her to orgasm that way, once you take her clothes off, if you take your time before you ever even look at her clit, before you ever even think about it, you caress the rest of her naked body, you, you play with her breasts, you kiss her neck. Um, and then after, say, 15, 20 minutes of that, then you finally get down to her pussy and to her clit. That way, you are, you're just taking a woman to a level that she's never experienced before. Yeah. Right? You know, um, most people think that foreplay is just um, oral sex. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like, so it's just oral sex, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Are you asking me? Yeah, because um, most people just feel like um, foreplay is just um, oral. Right. Sex. Okay. No, no. I would say like that's that's. I think I think most people believe that, and that's mm-hmm. a shame because that causes people to they think, oh, well, I should do foreplay, and foreplay comes before sex, so I should just give a woman oral sex and then have sex with her. And you know, that's better than nothing. Like. Mm-hmm. A woman, will, a woman will be more pleased generally if she receives some oral sex before she has sex. But the, the, the foreplay is sort of everything that happens before the sex. The foreplay begins in the restaurant. It begins in the bar. It begins with the flirting. It begins with the looks. 
and okay. the, the the undressing, um, the caressing of the body, the the, the kissing, the, the kissing of the neck, um, all of this stuff. That, that's all the foreplay, and it's just so so important. Mm. Okay, and like so, I said, oh, I was just going to say, like like I said, like uh, some guys may hear this, and sometimes they think oh, it sounds like a lot of work, and I'm just like. <laughs> You don't understand. Honestly, you're going to, it's going to make your partner so happy. She's going to be all over you. She's going to be so, we're talking about the attraction in the beginning. If you want a way to, if you want a way to build that attraction with your partner, this is an amazing way to go about it, you know? Mm. Foreplay. Proper foreplay. Yeah. So I was reading um, your article and um, I saw something about the A-spot. Uh, and okay, that was like yeah. the first time I was coming across the A-spot. So yeah, why yeah, is it's you, much less known. Yeah. So why is the A-spot better than the G-spot stimulation? Well, it's not necessarily that it is completely better. It's different and it can be better for a certain percentage of women. Um but it, it's different. So the thing about the G-spot and the clitoris is that um, when a woman, hold on. When a woman is brought to orgasm via her clitoris or her G-spot, generally she's going to have this period, whether it be, 30 seconds or two minutes where she becomes extremely um, sensitive, too sensitive to be touched. Um, she doesn't want her clit touched. Uh, she doesn't want her pussy touched. She barely wants her body touched. It's just a very overwhelming experience. It's a good experience. Don't get me wrong, but it's just very, it's very strong. But the thing about the A spot is if you find it and you stimulate it, correctly, then you are able to give a woman an orgasm in a way that she achieves the orgasm, she reaches orgasm, and she she feels those feelings, but she doesn't get that over sensitivity afterwards. And what that means is that um, you can, when when stimulated correctly, you can just give someone orgasm after orgasm after orgasm after okay, orgasm so how do they find the a spot how did they find it yeah it was um it was a uh, uh scientist or professor one of the two in malaysia and he was looking for a way to um he was experimenting with different ways to help women um who suffered with overly um dry vaginas they were not able to get wet when they became aroused yeah. he was looking for ways to 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 help women with this and what he found actually is that stimulation of the a spot actually almost produced almost instant wetness in women so if there are any women uh listening to this who do struggle to get wet experimenting with finding their own a spot i think i said g spot before but i meant a spot um <laughs> experimenting with finding that and stimulating that is uh yeah it can be it can be very helpful with that and then it was by accident after he found i mean it was an accident that he found oh, that in wow. the first place and then <laughs> wow. and then when he 
Yeah. And then when he did find it, uh, it was it was another accident that it was just it just so happened to be this area that allowed oh. women to have multiple orgasms over and over and over again. And so the A spot differs in in every woman. Like it's not the same. I mean, it's generally in the same space. It's generally in the same place. But whether a woman is going to be able to achieve um, the multiple orgasms uh, varies from woman to woman. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely there's no, there's no harm in trying to find it. You know, it's, it's almost always when stimulated correctly, it's at least a very pleasurable area, if not a multi-orgasmic area. So yeah, I highly suggest, uh, some experimentation. So where Uh, is the A spot? So it's a little bit difficult to describe over audio, but I'll, I'll do my best. So if a, if a woman is laying on her back and if we call the side of her vagina closest to the stomach to the belly button we'll call that the front of the vagina okay yeah so on the inside um if you ran a finger along the the front side of the vagina eventually you're going to um hit the cervix okay Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. So the A spot is between, it's like a little, if you if you touch the cervix and then you push just up towards the front of the vagina and just sort of push between the cervix and the vagina. Yeah. So you're sort of pushing, you you don't want to push into the cervix because that's very uncomfortable for most women. So you just slide your finger up and around the edge of the cervix towards the front of the vagina and then push gently into there and stimulate that area with, um, you can use small come here motions or just gentle rubbing uh, with the finger and try and figure out what exact motions is going to, because the exact motion that works is going to be different for from woman to woman. Um, and it, it yeah. can be quite deep in certain women, uh, the cervix and this area. So sometimes getting um, a toy can help with that. Okay. So I was, I was going to ask, that was my next question. I was going to ask. Does it make, did, 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 yeah. Uh, that was my, my description question. make sense? Yes, it does. It does make sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Um, uh, my next question was about masturbation. And I wanted sure. to ask if it does improve um somebody's um, a woman or a man's sexual relationship yeah yeah it seems to be uh, the answer to that seems to vary more between um, men and women um, for example um, women seem to be able to masturbate quite frequently um, yeah. with very little uh, downside very little downside it seems to be even all positive um, but for men, um, it can be healthy and it can be fine, but there are actually many men who, uh, struggle with, uh, porn addiction mm. and, um, it, it can be very difficult to balance that, uh, when, when trying to masturbate. And there's a certain group of men, uh, who started a movement, uh, called NoFap. And it, it basically means no masturbation. And they, they, they take no masturbation very, very seriously. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, and they claim like that it makes them feel 
um, more motivated, uh, more confident, more mm-hmm. ambitious, um, yeah, more socially confident, more um, charismatic. And um, I've, I've experimented it with, with it myself in the past. And I have to say that I did experience some of those, um, some of that, some of those results. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm never going to claim that um, it's like that for everyone, but I, I would definitely suggest uh, men uh, experiment with that and see how they feel after uh, say a month or so with no masturbation. But for women, I generally would say um, it's healthy and I would actually encourage it for women, especially if they haven't done much of it before, because mm-hmm. uh, many women are not actually certain um, how they like to be stimulated by their partner and without the experimentation themselves, Mm -hmm. they never realize they can never find out or it's it's a lot more difficult. Hmm. So um, does longer time in bed mean better sex? It can certainly. (laughs) Um, I would, I would say a few things. Um, for men who struggle with that, um, I would say make sure that your foreplay game is on point. On point. If you can, yeah, on point that your foreplay game, if you can um, learn to build that sexual tension with a woman, if you can um, get her so aroused that she's almost begging you for more, if you can learn to consistently give her powerful orgasms through um, oral sex and fingering, then you can, you take a lot of pressure off yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. you can, you can, you can really satisfy your partner to an extreme degree with just that. And then it gets to the point where the sex becomes the cherry on the cake. And I'm not saying don't try to improve in that area. um, But uh, yeah, you just, you can keep your partner very happy and um, relieve a lot of the pressure for yourself by mastering the foreplay first. So if you are struggling it with it, that would be my first piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, then for how long, um, yeah, does lasting longer, you know, if, if, if the sex is bad, then longer sex is worse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're just making a, yeah, uh, uh, an uncomfortable... <laughs> Um, but yeah, if the sex is good, then yeah, you don't, a woman is going to have a better time if it lasts for 10, 15 or 20 minutes than if it lasts 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, and most women, um, like we, like we said before, they, they generally require some time to warm up. If you just go to bed with a woman and you go straight to sex, a lot of the time, um, she won't even start enjoying the sex until many minutes into it because she mm-hmm. needs that time to get aroused. But you, yeah. you can get around that with uh, the foreplay, as we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you go straight for the te- sex, a woman needs time to get aroused, get turned on, get, get wet down there. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then on average, you know, women take somewhere between, um, if they're able to orgasm from... Um, penetration then they they take on average between 10 to 20 minutes uh, to achieve their orgasm through penetration 
And that's not true for every woman. Some women can orgasm much faster and some women take uh, some more Longer. time. But it, it really depends, yeah. But I would say a man should, if he's able to, he should aim um, for, you know, if he can hit 15 minutes, 20 minutes consistently, then um, he's going to keep most women very happy with that <laughs> combined with a good foreplay. Okay. Um, this is my last question. What are the elements of a good and fantastic sex life? Okay. Yeah. Great question. Um, it was a little bit um, what we discussed before, you know, yeah. the, the foundations are yeah. built on uh, trust. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, you're not going to have, um, you, you really need trust. And, and I know it sounds cliche, but you really do need trust, trust. and communication. Yeah. Very important. Communication. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 If you're not able to communicate with your partner, if you're not able to trust them, if you feel um, that if you bring something up, you're going to uh, be judged, or if you introduce a new idea in the bedroom um, that your partner might judge you for it, then it's going to be very difficult to um, to have a uh, an amazing sex life. Mm-hmm. And then um, <laughs> one uh, slightly controversial uh, point that I'll make. Um, is that, yeah, if you're a man, um, you really need to focus on um, pleasing your woman because great, like, it, it's typically the situation where if the man takes the time um, to um, pleasure his partner, to turn her on, to, to give her orgasms, to give mm-hmm. her the amazing sex that she wants, she is going to reciprocate. But it really often begins with the man taking the first step and making that effort to make the sex amazing for the woman to reciprocate. So I would say that a lot of the weight rests on the man's uh, shoulders in that sense. Uh, Yeah, that's slightly controversial. Some people don't like me to say that, but I I believe that is very (laughs) true. Um, Yeah. And then, and then, and then nonstop um, exploration. Um, and this, this would be how you figure it out on your own. You know, I have uh, many, many um, guides and uh, explanations and tricks and tips and lessons on my website, donofdesire.com. But if you were going about it yourself, it all comes down to the, the trust, the communication and the willingness to experiment. And uh, also observing, observing what your partner likes um, mm. and you really have to build on that. You have to watch like a hawk. Um, really pay attention, yeah, attention to, to details. Yeah, pay attention to details. Pay very, very close attention to mm. how your partner is reacting when you're trying different things, when you're touching um, them in a different way. Uh, do they? Do you get a strong positive reaction from that? Then take a little mental note and, and try that again. And then you're going to, as you spend time with your partner, you'll build up this repertoire of uh, things that you know that your partner loves. And if you want um, some sort of, um, what would you call them, stepping stones of many different things you can try and that you can introduce, then of course you can check out many of the blogs on donaldsdesire.com. Um, but yeah, it really comes down to the... Oh, it comes um, down I would to like trust. you to say that again, uh, donofdesire.com. Donofdesire.com. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
and uh, yeah, there's, I have many blogs. I've got many videos there, um, and that's a that's a great place to, to. What about what about your YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, my my original YouTube channel was shut down by YouTube actually, um, unfortunately with no warning. Um, but my new YouTube channel is uh, Ask Mr. Black. Okay. Um, so you can check that and I will send you a link to that if you want to post that okay. somewhere. Sure, sure. Um, so that people can access that. Uh, yeah, and then I'm, I'm putting a lot of uh, podcasts on there, interviewing uh, very interesting people. And uh, yeah, I will be putting up some new content on there soon as well. Okay. Thank you so much, Charles, for being on the show. It's such a privilege to have you on the show. Uh, I'm very much honored. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you very much. I uh, I appreciate it. It was a great talk. Thank you. <laughs> so we've reached the end of today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe so that you don't miss any other episode going forward. It's your girl, Just Dami. Good night.